and welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. This is a really, really special episode for us because it is Easter today, and Easter is a really important day um, for any of you Christians out there. Yeah, Easter is one of the biggest holidays for Christians out there. I think Easter and Christmas are the two biggest ones we celebrated growing up, and Easter has so many small not small, but other holy days involved with it as well. So the whole week leading up to Easter and Lent leading up to Easter is just all a really big deal for Christians. Obviously, when we celebrated um, Easter and Christmas are the biggest ones we celebrate, but Easter is like the day within the Christian religion that pretty much everything hinges on. Without Easter, there wouldn't be, you know, Christmas to celebrate or anything else. So Easter is the day and it really involves a lot of different topics and there's so much surrounding it. And I think this is the first year because maybe because I'm reading the Bible right now, going through it, but this is the first year that I really like sat down and thought about what it means to me and not just kind of gone through the motions of decorating the eggs and getting the candy. And to be honest, we didn't even do any of that this year because it's such a weird year with the coronavirus and everything going on. We haven't gotten together with family. We didn't really get anything to decorate or any candy just because we're saving money and didn't need to go to unnecessary trips to the store. So it's a really, really strange year in general. But it's also been one where I think I've thought about the message of Easter and Jesus the most um, that I ever have. So I think it's almost kind of special in a way. Definitely. When you can't really do all those other things surrounding the holiday, it reminds you what the core meaning of it is. We haven't really done anything either. I thought yesterday, last minute, oh, we should color eggs, but we didn't want to have to run out to the store again because we already went this week. So we haven't really done anything. We were supposed to see family a week or two before Easter. That couldn't happen. So it's been kind of like a bummer in the family aspect because usually for holidays, for me, it's mostly about just spending time with my family and the people I love. So it's nice to get back to the original message of it a little bit more. So when you think of Easter or when you started thinking about it this year as well, what was maybe a couple of the biggest messages that you take away from Easter? There's so many that you can take away, but what's like one or two that really speaks to you? I think the biggest thing I think of when I think of Easter is just sacrifice. Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice for us so that way we could be forgiven, we can live the lives we want to lead and not be worried about it. He did that for us, so... I think it reminds me to be a little bit more giving and to realize, you know, it's not all about me. I should be sacrificing for those around me as well. I think the part that I find interesting about that, or maybe not interesting, but just amazing and awe-inspiring, is that he did it for everyone and we don't deserve it. Like, we truly, truly just don't deserve it. There's so many terrible people and even if you're not a terrible person, there's so many people who do terrible things that you just kind of reflect on it and just go, wow, like this is 100% pure because what did I do to deserve any of this? And I kind of relate that to my own life because I struggle with feelings of, I don't know if bitterness is the right word or just frustration when you don't want to do things for people that you, you think don't deserve it. It's really, really easy to do something nice for somebody or to help somebody, or to sacrifice some part of your life for somebody else, when you feel like that person really deserves it, and is just 
a good person overall but how do you do that for somebody that you just think is like scum of the earth that's really difficult i usually do things for people i think deserve it which i know you're supposed to be good to everyone i'm always nice to everybody but if i'm really going to be sacrificing usually it's for somebody that i love not somebody who was mean to me which is something i guess i could personally work on but that's what's so beautiful about what he did is he didn't care who you are everybody deserves a chance and if you really think about it i think it's hard it's something that's hard to accept it's really hard to just accept something as little as a compliment when you feel like you don't deserve the compliment you feel you know like awkward about it and it feels like it just doesn't land quite right and you're and you try to make up reasons instead of just accepting the compliment you kind of make up reasons of like oh I don't really deserve that compliment and you're very self-deprecating and that's just with something as small as a compliment and then when you really really think about what Jesus did and the message of Jesus and somebody who was willing to go through immense pain and suffering and die for you and I just it's hard for me to understand how one person like how I could be worth that it's really really hard to comprehend yeah I agree with that and I think that has a lot to do with self-love and learning to love everybody yourself because I think God or Jesus love everything about you. They made you that way for a reason. So you have to learn to accept that. And once you love yourself fully, you can really give that back to other people a lot easier. I disagree with you slightly there because I know a lot of people say that like the first step is loving yourself. But I find it not that I don't love myself. I do. But I find it a lot easier to forgive things in others than it is to forgive things in myself. Like, when somebody else makes a mistake, I'm like, oh, they're just human. They messed up. They didn't mean it. You know, they're going to fix it next time or whatever the case may be. But when I make a mistake, I'm very hard on myself and I'm not good with the whole forgiveness aspect when it comes to myself. Yeah, I could see that from you. I I struggle with that as well because I'm harder on myself than those around me usually because I expect the best out of myself. But the past few years, I've been trying really hard to kind of be able to forgive myself better and realize I can't be perfect all the time because I am a perfectionist usually so it's really hard to let myself down but and I think they go hand in hand being able to forgive somebody else and love somebody else kind of helps me be able to do that for myself because it's kind of like fake it till you make it and for me at least if I pretend I'm confident for a little bit and start doing things more then I gain that confidence as I go. Yeah, so, so kind of the idea like if I just tell myself something over and over again, eventually I'll believe it. And yeah, I think I try to do that with like when I feel like I mess up and I need to forgive myself. I feel like I try to do that. Just be like, okay, you know, you'll do better next time. You didn't mean it. You'll try to improve next time. But I think with some things, I always come back to kind of like beating myself up for it. And so just the idea that, I don't know, that just that there was somebody out there who was willing to take all of that on their shoulders to save everyone, save humanity, is just, I don't know, when you really, really think about it, it's just like, how how amazing is that, I guess? It's just inspiring, because I don't think that there's anybody in the world today who would be able to do that, you know? No, and there are people out there, there are certain people out there who have sacrificed lots and lots of things for people who they don't even know. Like, you know, I 
the first thing that comes to mind is obviously the military and anyone who goes out there and is willing to sacrifice themselves to try to save their family and their neighbors and anyone else within their country. And it's just so hard to imagine just because I've never been asked to sacrifice anything that large. Like anything that I've sacrificed has been small in comparison to anything like that. More just like my time basically. Like that's all I've ever been asked to sacrifice is my time for something that I didn't necessarily want to do, which in the grand scheme of things is basically nothing. Like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, time can seem like not a big deal, but it is a lot. Like time with family, that's why I feel like I have to sacrifice the most living away from everybody in our family, which is really, really hard because we're so family oriented. And especially in a time like Easter, I just want to be around everybody. Even all of our extended family, we always get together with them. When I did live back near my parents and that's the biggest sacrifice I feel like I have to make on the day-to-day is just not seeing family it's hard that is a big sacrifice of time is when you feel like you're not getting to see the people that you love that is yeah that is true that's a big sacrifice of time I think also one of the big messages that I take away from Easter is just unwavering faith and if you kind of go and look at the story of Jesus it's not that it was unwavering in the sense that he didn't question anything he actually did like when he asked God why have you forsaken me he feels really alone in that moment and he feels like God has forgotten about him but his faith basically powers him through and is able to overcome that feeling of isolation and loneliness and I actually feel that a lot in my life, Um, just being away from my family and my friends of that loneliness and not sure if I'm going to be able to accomplish the things that I want to accomplish. And that's, you know, such a small um, situation compared to what Jesus was obviously dealing with it. But just like trying to relate messages from Easter into our daily lives, just thinking about that faith, that's something that I struggle with and I have to remind myself of every day whether it's faith in God or faith in yourself and your abilities that you're going to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish and that loneliness that you're feeling or that sacrifice of whatever sacrifice you're making, whether it's time with your family or it's money or it's sacrificing one thing you wanted to do in your life for another, whatever it happens to be, maybe you're stalling plans, maybe your plan was to have children right away and now you're not able to have children right right away because you're sacrificing one thing for another. Whatever it happens to be, I think that faith is a big part of that and it's faith in God and faith in myself that I'm going to come out on the other end okay. Yeah, I think that can be hard because most people are going to question it at some point. Whenever something hard happens in life, you question a little bit. Like, why is this happening to me? Why did God choose this for me? And I've had that in my life. And it's sometimes it's hard to remember that you're going to get through it. Calm down. It's okay. Things happen. Like, no one's life is perfect. And faith is one of the ways to get you through all the hard times the easiest. Yeah, and I'd be lying if I said it was easy. It's definitely not. I've never had, you know how you like talk to some people and they just feel like they have this like really close connection to God in the sense that it almost seems like they have him on speed dial and can talk to him. I've never felt that. 
And I don't know if this year will be different with me reading the Bible and trying and trying and attempting to get closer. I don't know if that will change, but um, I've never really felt that before. So sometimes faith can be a little difficult and you just kind of have to, I don't know any other way to say it other than take it on faith. But like the idea that you kind of have to trust something that you can't see and it's, it's hard sometimes. And I think that's why I wanted to read the Bible this year was because I felt very distant and I felt like I didn't have that personal connection anymore. It's easy when you're growing up to, I guess, have that connection because you just go to church with your parents and you just take everything as, you know, surface level, basically. And then as you get older, you start questioning and questioning is good. I think questioning is exactly what you should be doing. You shouldn't take anything just because somebody else said it. You should search it out for yourself and... I think God asks us to do that too. God asks us to search out these answers. And so I feel like that's what I'm trying to do. And maybe that's why this year I'm taking Easter more seriously is just because I'm trying to find those answers for myself and create that connection. Now that you say that, I think that's something I should work on as well because I don't really feel like I have that super personal connection with him. Like I pray pretty often, like every night before I go to bed, I pray to him, but I don't really feel like I get any answers or anything so maybe I just need to look deeper into what's happening in my life to maybe how he's working in my life to feel that better connection and now that you've been reading the bible and our mom and dad are reading the bible this year as well I'm feeling like I should start reading it just so I can get deeper into the meanings behind all these things I've learned at church through the years and just see it for myself because like you said you should be able to question that and know for yourself exactly what it says. Right, and it's not the idea that you're going to find every single answer because a lot of religion is faith. A lot of religion, you can't know everything 100% for sure. So I understand that, but you can know a lot more than I know. (laughs) So I think that's one of the areas why I've been trying so hard on that and why I would suggest for you to try hard on that, whether you're religious or not. If you're not religious, Maybe this is an opportunity for you to seek it out and just know for sure why exactly you aren't religious. And if you are religious, you should know why you believe the things that you believe. If you go around saying that you believe certain ideals or you agree with certain stances at a church, whatever church that may be, you should know why you're saying those things or else you really have no business saying them, to be honest, because you just don't know what you're talking about. And I'm not really the type of person who... Um, seeks out other people, you know, in day-to-day and like tries to proselytize to them or convert them or anything like that. But um, I want to know for myself just so that way if I ever have an interesting conversation with somebody or they're questioning why it is I think a certain way, I just want to know for sure that I have some kind of answer that I can give. And when you mentioned praying, I really relate to that because I pray quite a bit as well. Um, Just usually at night, like in my head before I go to bed, But I also don't feel like I get answers. Like other people seem to find signs from God everywhere, seem to have this really personal connection and seem to understand and get something out of the prayer. And I guess the only thing that I've gotten out of it so far is that it helps me put things into perspective and kind of work through my own thoughts and see where my head's at. And I don't know if that's part of it. But I don't feel like I've gotten any specific answers. And I don't know exactly how to change my thinking when it comes to that. So hopefully reading more into the Bible and getting deeper into religion will kind of bring a little bit more clarity. Yeah, I feel like praying for me just gives me a little bit of peace of mind, I guess. 
because um, all the things I'm praying about, usually I'm working really hard to make happen in my life or in that aspect, if I'm working hard to make something happen and I pray about it as well, I feel like, oh, I'm covering all my bases. I'm doing all I can do here to make myself successful. And then it also gives me peace of mind when I pray about things I can't really control or I'm praying for a family member. It just makes me feel like I'm trying to do something to help that person. Exactly, exactly. I agree with that. And I definitely don't believe in the type of prayer that you just pray for what you want and you don't have to make any of it happen. I definitely don't believe in that type of prayer. I don't think it's like a wishing machine where you just say what you want and then God makes it happen like God gave us free will. So if we have free will and we're creating our own destinies in life and we have choices, then that's not really how prayer can work. So I don't expect prayer to work like that. And I think if you do expect prayer to work like that, you're going to be pretty upset when you find out that that's not exactly how it goes. I just feel like I need some kind of I just feel like I am seeking some kind of closer feeling and closer reassurance that I'm just not getting right now and so hopefully this year is going to be a really big turning point for that yeah and I think the reading the bible definitely helps with that at least maybe you can see how God worked in the people's lives in the bible and see if maybe that's happening for you on a smaller scale maybe because the stories are pretty grand usually but It could relate a little bit. Yeah, the stories are usually pretty grand. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know that today's episode was a little bit different than we usually do. It was a little bit more religion-based and the intent when we were making this podcast was to talk about all all facets of life. And so since we usually talk about bettering yourself or finance, I hadn't really talked too much about religion yet. We thought Easter was the perfect time to kind of start this. So this is going to be part one. Go ahead and listen on Thursday for part two of our Easter special week. And I hope you guys have a great week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and like and comment. Also, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. See you next time.